So on today's episode, we're actually going to talk about a movie that recently just came out. It's called Jesus Revolution. And they actually said something that's interesting. It's drugs and sex is a quest to find God. We're going to figure out what exactly that meant. And we're going to dive into the movie as a review. All right, guys, welcome hey back. Guys. Welcome back. This is 716. My name is Xavier. My name is Adrian. (laughs) (laughs) And we are a podcast, a Christian faith-based podcast that likes to get into controversial things. We like to talk about relationships and we like to talk about things that, you know, sometimes can step on people or step on ideas that are not so favored in the church topics today. Slice, slice. A little slice, (laughs) slice, you know. (laughs) Uh, We also really like to get super vulnerable. We like to share our own testimony testimonies um just you know no one is perfect we have definitely gone through our fair shares of troubles setbacks and just different experiences and we think that it's just super important as uh believers um as you know just in our walk with god to be able to share you know that way we are able to help out other people so that's the whole point of this podcast also i'm super excited to be here and back yeah i personally feel like i have not been here in a long time like at least a little over a month now uh yeah just just about about. just about because you got to do the last episode with the guys yeah I wasn't around for that. I mean, I was, but I didn't have a mic. And you have no no idea how many times I was like, but, 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 but like, I want to say some things. And I tried, but I know I couldn't, like, fully say anything. It was... It was the boys doing the thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. Get, and for those it. of you guys who are actually new here today and just finding us because of this review that we're doing, uh, we did a social experiment between men and single women. Mm-hmm. Um, well, single men and single women. Right. And it's it's... Christian based, you know, it's a, it's to get an idea of how Christian singles think. Yeah. Um in the dating phase. Right. You know, and and we did an after show about it and and we're going to do an after show for the girls. So yes. it's been it, you yeah. know, it's taken up a lot of time, but it's also taken us away from this room specifically. Yeah, I think it came at a perfect time because we were definitely starting to experience slight burnout. Yes. And I think it was like the perfect uh break but not break necessary because it's not like we've not been doing anything with the podcast. But sitting here specifically, um, you know, we haven't done this in a while. So right, it's almost, right. it was like a change of pace, like a change was, of routine. It, that's what that's, it was more. For me, anything. it was more of that. It was right, more of a right. change of pace. Uh, I'll get into the whole thankful thing where I'm going to talk a little bit about a burnout. Because okay. I don't know about you, but I did feel a burnout. No, yeah. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. It's a good one. You know, it's nothing... Oh, I mean, what burnout is good, right? But it was like uh, a learning experience, I, I could say. Right, right. You know, um, before I get into, well, first, you know, if you guys are listening on uh, Audible or on Spotify, you know, we also have this on YouTube. Um, it's the, the social experiment was YouTube exclusive. So some content is exclusive to YouTube, but nonetheless, you guys can listen to our after show here on the on Audible or Spotify. Yeah. And now before I get into anything further, I want to also let you guys know that we have a special message as far as, uh, well, regarding our future as content creators, as our future with 716 and, and in general, the future of Christian content for, you know, entertaining Christians. Right, right. Um, and I also want to say that we did 
we did, you know, we understand that some people like to skip along the timeline on YouTube. So I am including the chapter timeline on YouTube so you can get to whatever section you want to get to, whether it's the meat of the whole thing or it's the all the way at the end, whatever you want to do. It's there so that way you can, you know. It's a little easier to navigate through Navigate YouTube. through uh, yeah. the YouTube video itself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we actually have three. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we the have segments. Two, well, three portions. Um, oh, my gosh. You see, this is how rusty I am, man. Not been here in a minute. But, yeah. Right. We have three different segments on our channel. So the first one is, well, I would actually like to skip over and go to the mugs first. You so, want to do the mugs first? Yeah, just to kind of like get it out the way, you know, like. Okay. So, um, so we do our mugs. Um, we call it mug shots. Mug shot of the day. So, yeah. hubby and I, we love coffee. Although uh, him, a, like a little, and by a little, I mean a lot more than I do. <laughs> I'm more of an iced coffee, coffee enthusiast, social coffee drinker. A I'm, spectator, I'm, if I'm, you will. I'm, yeah. So I'm, I'm there, but I love mugs. Um. So for for my mug today, I got one that says he always comes through. Yeah. And man, as man does he do? Does uh, he do? That, right? <laughs> man, he does. He does. <laughs> yeah, there you go. yeah, no. I English well. I feel <laughs> I feel like more than lately, like we've been seeing that more and more, and he's it's just been so evident throughout our lives. And you said this comes from, uh, this mug comes from which company? Yeah, so it's called the Daily Grace Co. Yeah. Um, they're on Instagram. I ordered, actually, this mug as well, Give Me Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorite mugs. And this isn't a sponsored ad at all. I right. just really love their mugs. Yeah. And I kind of aspire to, like, you know, maybe one day having our own lineup of mugs. Right? I mean, know? at this point, it's like we... we we have a bunch of mugs, like <laughs> yeah, and so I, I really like the 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 aesthetic to it. It's clean, it's simple, but it it always has a message. So is that the one that you're that that's yours for today? No, no, no. I I have a, a very uh, t t who I am type of mug. Oh, um, I'm like, wait, I have where it over is here, it? But oh. it, did you read what it yes, says? Yes, I did. I said uh, he always oh, yes, comes yes, yes. through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for me, uh, I'm I'm a big avatar. <laughs> Junkie. <laughs> Here I thought we were going to get, like, all spiritual. Like, God Listen, is good. I got it as a gift. And I'm like, yo, I really like the Avatar. And they gave right. it to me because, you know, I, my um, my dog's name is actually Zuko. Zuko, Prince Zuko. Mm -hmm. um, and for those of you who don't know, Zuko is a character on Avatar, The Last Airbender. Right. Um, and so I named him Zuko because he's a red golden retriever. Right. So, for so Fire you know, Nation. Fire Nation. Yeah. And so like this that. is this is just uh, an Avatar mug with Aang, you know. And, um, yeah. <laughs> I love that. By the way, I got you that mug. You know, it wasn't a gift from someone else. It was from your wife. You got me that mug? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought I got it with the, um, the Zuko, uh... Wait, did you? No, I got it. I got it. You know what? You're not even sure. No, I, I do. I remember going to, uh, GameStop. And I saw it there. And oh, I was like, okay. oh, my gosh, this is so cute. And I was like, this would be perfect to, like, bring to our podcast. Because I feel like I, you know, obviously, besides, like, faith-based, like, mugs, which, honestly, I love, 
I also thought it would be really interesting to start like bringing mugs that really represent who we are. Like, yeah. like yeah. gives you an idea of our personality. Yeah. Right? Like so, I think other than that one, I have like maybe two. One is a very campy type thing. And the other one that says, nah, I'm good. I think I only have one and it's a SpongeBob one <laughs> that, oh, that really yes. defines my personality. Yeah. So, you know, that, that that's a, that's not to say that we don't love Christian mugs either. That <laughs> no, stuff defines just, us. It's to switch it around a little yeah, bit. But, yeah, but like it's just that like what makes Xavier tick type of mug? Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, like it gives you a little insight of on on how you know she has the SpongeBob mug that says "I'm ready" or something like that, and it's super joyful right. and it's super out there. I could never own something like that. <laughs> oh, I also have my Grinch one because yes, I'm like I love, you love the, the Grinch, Grinch you yeah. know. So it's like. I don't know. You can you could tell a lot through someone's mugs collection. Apparently, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, through our mug collection, I guess you can. So, as far as uh, the second segment, what are you thankful for? What am I thankful for? Um, I, you know, this is something like kind of a, a more of a side secular thing. But I'm thankful that we finally joined the gym. Oh, my God. You know, I'm so thankful for that. You see, like, I wasn't really going to bring that up, <laughs> but okay. No, no, no. <laughs> we had mentioned, um, I believe it was like our very first episode of this year. We were talking about New Year's resolutions and things like that. So we were talking about how, like, we'd been wanting to get, like, back in shape, make sure we're good and stuff like Clearly that. Clearly, that was part of my New Year's resolution. <laughs> that was our New Year's resolution. So, yeah, we just joined a uh, CrossFit gym. Not necessarily for, like, I'm not huge on, like, I want to, like, bulk up or anything. I just need the the uh, personal trainer to really tell me what I'm doing, what yeah, to do. If you're doing it right and stuff like that. And to like beat me up in other ways, mm. you know, not, not in the super literal way, but it's like, you know, if I go to a gym, I'm going to say like, okay, I'll do a treadmill. I'll do this. But I want to like really work out in a way where it's like, I'm really working out. Yeah. And man, has this place killed us in like three days. <laughs> day like, two. I felt not, <laughs> no, not day two. Day, uh, that my second time going. Right. After after that, when I came home, I already came sore, right? The next day after that, I felt like I got hit by a bus. Yeah. It was it was, it was so insane. bad. But I love that. I don't know why. Like I just I love Ugh. the feeling of feeling sore. Um, I just, I, I don't know if it's like a mental thing of like, yeah, you're getting healthy, or like, yeah, like this is good for you, but yeah, like, my face gets extremely red. I get, like, super sweaty, like, not cute looking at all. But it's, like, <laughs> I love that because I'm here, no, you're like. you're always beautiful. Thank you, baby. But I know that, like, that was not cute. <laughs> so in my head, I'm just all, like, man, this is this is great, you know, being able to build in this other, you know, just form of discipline of making sure we go because it has not been easy. You know, naturally from going months and months, years at this point of like, just like, years, right, of years. like, hey, let's just sit back home. Let's watch some TV. Let's eat some dinner. Yeah, yeah. Let's I just think cuddle, watch a movie. You know, it's been way too chill. Yeah. And I love that. But now I'm just all like, no, I, I'm I'm ready to get up and get to work. Right, you know? right, right. So I'm just, um, yeah, I'm just super grateful for, you know, fitness and workout. I'm not a pro. Um, yeah, I, I was not as good as, you know, the other people that were there. Um, but you know, it's okay. It's, it's the first step into making it there. So, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And, you know, you, you were talking about how it was a New Year's resolution. Clearly, I said that with, like, a grain of salt. Like, mm-hmm. it was just like, a, yeah, sure, you know, because I completely <laughs> forgot about that. No, I was a lot like, this is happening this year for sure. No, so. it, and I'm good. I'm glad. I'm thank- If anything, that's the second thing I'm thankful for, you know. She's definitely motivated me because that second time around, I did not want to go. Yeah, I'm I like, come on, let's sore. go, let's go. He's like, nah, I'm good. And I'm yeah. like, no, come on. It's just that they they really like beat yeah. you up, man. They they rip you, and they're nice, but like still, like <laughs> they're nice. <laughs> they are like they're not like you suck or like no, you're no, this, no, you know. No, they're they're very motivating. Yeah, in yeah. that sense. Um, so for my thankful thing, I I'm thankful for something that showed up on your mug. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus always comes through. Yeah, you know, I I mentioned before that I had like a slight burnout, and um, the burnout came. Really because of, I want to say it was a mixture of anxiety and then a mixture of just like, you know, constantly getting on it, uh, being content creators. You you really have to like push on through. You really have to make your effort to make that content and keep up with all social media platforms. Yes. And I despise TikTok. <laughs> I might get canceled for that, but I just do. Um, I so think, I currently run the TikTok. Yeah, the, 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 the we're on TikTok, right? But I don't want to be on there personally, so it's not on my phone. It's on hers. Yeah. Um, but we, you know, we understand we have to be on the platforms in order to grow. You have to take advantage of certain things and I mean, and, where people and that, are. At. Yeah, yeah. And that's and wherever you can reach someone, right? Um, and currently TikTok is one of those things where it's just like, yo, like if you want to really reach people like people are on, on tiktok that's yeah. that's where they're at you know so i i felt like a burnout because i'm i'm doing so much effort so much editing um just my mind is running 24 yeah. 7 i'm barely able to sleep i'm talking in my sleep yeah you know actually the <laughs> other day he was telling you were saying something like i mean i know when he's really stressing when he does talk in his sleep because he's the one that goes to sleep early and i'm just like up on my phone and whatever so then I said something. It was something like, babe, give me the blanket or something like that. And you said something like, yeah, like 3,000 frames per second or something. And I'm here like. <laughs> Which would be technically an image terminology. <laughs> right, right. Like I mean, I don't know videos. exactly where it came from, but just the frames per second already told me what you were thinking or dreaming about or what you're currently stressing on. So yeah. I was like, oh, my baby. Yeah. And, and so like, I don't know. I just. There was there was a moment of 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 a huge, what am I doing? Right. You know, I'm I'm about to be thirty, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's like that's in, in a, two weeks, in a, guys. Yeah, Woo! like it's not like even right like a around. Week. It's it's like a week. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm about to be thirty. Um, we don't have kids, but you know, the topic comes up. What am I doing? You know, yeah. I've given up a lot of opportunities, and God knows. I've been given a lot of opportunities where technically it would be major distractions to this podcast and and to the ministry in general. Right. Um, you know, and I gave all that stuff up because I want to do this. Right. And I want to do this full time. Right. But I'm I'm thinking to myself, like, is this just me? Mm. You know, and my anxiety starts to get to me. It's like you're wasting your life. You're wasting your youth. You're wasting valuable time. And you're you're throwing it into something into what? Right. You know, this is just me talking to the back of my head. Like, like you got to figure something out. You got to go get yourself another job. You got to go, you know, start something else out. Right. I'm doubting myself at this point, you know, and, and, and I remember, I don't, I don't know how uh, you walked into the room at some point 
Oh, it was because I unfortunately I got unfortunate news that our editor wouldn't be with us anymore. And oh, yeah. although it's unfortunate for me, it's it's for good reasons. I mean, this guy's gonna he's gonna be working with uh, major singers. Yeah. Um, what what was her name again? Uh, Avili, right? Avili. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then apparently she's like connected with Barack somehow. And no, but she's like also like yeah, super yeah, known too. Yeah, she's so. very known. She has like four hundred <laughs> something thousand uh, subscribers or followers on Instagram. She's out there, right? You know, right. and he's working. He's going on tour with them. Yeah, you know. Which, so- by the way, Misa, if you're watching this, yes. congratulations! Like, you know what it is? It's it's so beautiful to see, um, you know, just the body of Christ growing within the body of Christ, right. and like just being able to do that full time because. We all do these different things, but we're so passionate about it. Right. You know, and that's like the dream to be able to do it full time and to be able to just go in that direction. So, like, seriously, like, kudos to him and, you know, glory, like, yeah. all glory to God, yeah. you know, yeah. for giving him that opportunity. Yeah. And and so. But. <laughs> yeah. No, but, you know, like, I, I was so happy. I was so overwhelmingly happy. I, I texted him. I'm like, dude, it was such an honor working with you. And I know that we're still going to have him occasionally. Um, But, you know, it, it, it brought a little bit extra stress to the point where. I was already overwhelmed and I hadn't talked to him about that. I haven't, you know, I, we haven't had discussions about how I've been feeling or anything like that. It was like a build so, up on a build up. Yeah. Right? So receiving that text, it was, wasn't that, and I don't, I want him to hear this and like, oh my God, I feel so bad now, you know, <laughs> but, but it was just a slight, like, you got to understand as a human, you, you know, there's a lot of things running in your head and right. as a head of the household, it's like, it's like, what am I doing? And, and all these doubts start to come in. And then he texts me that. So it was just a tipping point. Right. And I couldn't help but to cry a bit, yeah. you know, out of stress. It was just like, God, I've been asking you for clarity. I've been asking you for answers. And I'm and, and instead, I'm just getting like, like nothing but doubt. And now I'm getting this bad news. And, you know, and then she walks in and, and I'm telling her, I'm like, I need something from God. I, I just need him to come through for me. Right. You know, I need him to know I need him to know that I'm doing this for him, but I need to know that he has my back. Right. You know, cuz it's like when you're quiet, when 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 I'm quiet or when I'm by myself, I have to keep myself busy because if not I my mind I start eating myself up alive. Right. You yeah. know, and and then <laughs> and then on a Friday service, you know, Matt Talley, we had him as a as a guest speaker and his his whole sermon his whole, everything was just like trusting God, like God has your back, basically. Right. You know, and and nobody knew I needed to hear that message, but I got it. Right. God, it's no coincidence. God yeah. knows what He's doing. You were like, I God. asked for verbal confirmation, or I asked for you know some kind of motivation, or some kind of like basically give me a hug. You get me, like, right. and and I got that. Fear not. Fear not. I know you don't understand it, but fear not. I know it doesn't, it's, it is not as clear as you might want it to be, but fear not. It is I. And Peter goes, well, Jesus, if that's really you, tell me to come on the water with you. Jesus says, come. Peter steps off the boat. He's walking on the water. But there's one stipulation. He has to keep his eyes on Jesus. And I love that because his his verse, his whole message was trust in the Lord with all of your heart and yeah. do not lean on your own understanding. Yeah. Acknowledge him in all your ways and he will direct your path. Right. 
you know? And his his whole thing was all like, God, like, guide me to where I need to be, you know? Like, help, like, talk to me. Yeah. And that was, like, it. And just from that very moment, because also I know, like, you know, when he goes through something, like, it's not just him that goes through it. I go through it with you, too, you know? So it, it causes, like, both of us, like, some kind of, like, you know, God, like, talk to us. Like, give us that peace and clarity, you know? And, and you know, naturally, like, you know, we're there for each other in all ways. But, again, I don't not worry about you or I don't not this. So your pain is my pain, you know? And so when I when he comes up with that message, it was like, wow, like, God, you come on perfect timing yeah. all the time, yeah. you know? And it was just that whole, like, your cup was getting empty and you needed that refilling, you yeah. know? And it was just a... Just something that seems so simple, but, like, in that moment, it was, like, all you need. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And, you know, just to, to end this this thankful portion, because this is, you know, it does continue. But um, uh, just real quick, you know, he also, at the end, he was like, hey, you know, like, I'm willing to pray for anybody that wants to come up. And a bunch of people went up and stuff like that. And, you know, including myself, I, I went up and I wanted to be prayed for. But it's like, it's like, uh, like you know, I, I think about it now, it's like, <laughs> I, I need to, like, stop being so selfish, too. Right. You get me? Because I got the word, and then I still went up because I was like, no, I want I want somebody to speak to me. I want more me. word. I want more. I want somebody to speak to me right then, like, right Xavier, now. Like, Xavier, you. You know, like, like, yeah. like I, I just want somebody to pray onto me and, and say the words that I need to hear, like, right there, right, right then and there, right? And as I'm standing there. I that's selfish, though. I think, I think that's just in our human nature to, like, God, I, I want to hear you, but I also want to hear you like what I, audibly. And I, I guess wanna, selfish like, you know, isn't the word. It's it's more like you get more, you get something, and you still want more. A you know, greedy. A uh, greedy. Sure, sure. <laughs> Give, call me greedy. You know, but uh, but so then I'm standing there and I'm I'm praying and I'm worshiping and you know I'm I'm crying, I'm bawling my out right. I'm going through my moments and and I'm talking to God and and I can feel Him hugging me. I can feel you know I can feel His presence. And, but then I start to notice, I'm like, I haven't been prayed for and it's been a minute, Yeah, <laughs> you know? And, and I, and I, you know, like you peek open your eye, like just <laughs> <laughs> like, anyone, like anyone what's else? going on, you know? And, and I look around and the people that are praying, they're passing me, you know, no one's praying for me. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting frustrated at this point. I'm like, no, yo, so no, no. So I'm going to just be ignored. All right. You know what? Fine. Whatever. I'm just going to leave. <laughs> you know, like God, I, God, thank you for the word. Clearly that's what you wanted me to hear. Fine. You know, yeah. I can just go home and be happy because that's what I needed to receive. Yeah. I go back to my seat. Literally seconds later, Matt Telly says, wait, somebody hasn't been prayed for. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, uh, okay, okay. And he's like, he's like, if you haven't been prayed for, raise your hand. Literally, I'm the only one that raised my hand. Yeah. I'm the only one that raised my hand. You know, and he doesn't know that, but God is just using him that way. I go up, I get prayed for, and the person that prays for me prays for me and and says, God, give him the confirmation he needs. Let him know that you that that this podcast, that 716, is in in your path. Like wow. you know, and, and he's he's praying for me, but praying over the podcast. As and well. not even knowing. And like, not even knowing that that through. is exactly what I was just looking for. Yeah. You know, so mm. without trying to get more emotional. Um <laughs> Yeah, you're about to you got to get me teary here. But you know, you know what? I just it's I just, just thank God because he uses the people and he uses 
and he always comes through. Well, God is also very specific, you know, yeah. like God can be very specific. You know, there's times where he gives us like broad messages, but it's beautiful because God is a personal God and he knows what you needed when you needed it. So, yeah. All right. So as much as I would love to stay on the topic of being thankful, because, man, we could be thankful all day long. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to get back into the meat of this whole thing, uh, which is the review of Jesus revolution. Yes. You know, this movie my God, it, when I was just sitting there, I, I honestly cried in some of the parts. Yeah. There were moments where it's like, glory to God. Right. You know, and, and we'll get into that. But but as of right now, you know, I, I have some notes here because this movie did overwhelmingly good. Yeah. Um, The budget for this movie was $15 million, right? Mm-hmm. And they projected for the opening weekend, it was just going to be $7 million. Yeah. Instead, it made the fifteen million. Yeah. <laughs> it it and recouped the the basically the budget of of the film right in the weekend of the opening of the opening weekend. And that's like that's not to say that it's gonna gain more because we went to go see it oh, not yeah. the weekend that it came out. We went like three four days afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I, on a, one of the weekdays. Mm-hmm. I, I forget when we went. I think it was like three days ago. Yeah. Oh, was it a mo- Monday or a Tuesday? It was uh, uh, a Tuesday. It was a Tuesday. Yeah, it was a Tuesday that we went. And, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but it made the $15 million back in a weekend. I know. You know, which is crazy because they, it made a, uh, a it made it to a bunch of news outlets. Even Fox News was calling it a miracle oh, for whatever yeah? reason. Yeah. You, you know, know, Fox News has been surprising me a little bit lately. That, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, they've been uh, a, a little not so on the agenda, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, who's really? like? Uh, right, this, you just don't know. But you never you know really know so, who's you know, pushing the agenda and who's not. Right, but they just seem to be a little bit more open yeah. now about things, and it's been a little surprising. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. that's... that's yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but another, another good thing to mention is uh, John Irwin, a uh, Christian filmmaker you know he received his fourth a plus rating and yeah. cinema rating because of this movie now uh john orwin is also the the director or the filmmaker of um i can only what's the imagine movie? Right? i can only imagine yeah and that you know, was a great yeah movie. and that was another a plus movie uh, yeah you know and and it turns out no other filmmaker has made that many a plus ratings four a plus. so he's yeah. the only right now the only one with four uh a plus ratings Wow. Yeah, and this was the movie that got me. I mean, this one, I definitely, like, I had seen the trailer once, but then I kind of had forgotten about it. I think I just saw, like, a post on Instagram and a couple of of guys that, you know, also create uh, uh, videos and stuff. They mentioned it on a podcast we did that's going to come out pretty soon. Um, But, yeah, they mentioned Jesus Revolution. And I didn't really, you know, it went over my head. I didn't even look into it, but then the movie came out, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's the movie. Right, you know? yeah, yeah. And honestly, like, when I was watching this movie, I'm like, this this movie is so well made. The color, the quality, the actors were even good. Right. You know when you're watching Christian movies, you could tell you're watching Christian movies? <laughs> it's a little more like handheld camera. Right, like it's very... like predictable, you know. It, it's it's just cheap, and it's like, you know, you could tell there's a, a very... It's a little cheesy, a little tacky, a little cheesy. maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, know, this looked like a very... It was a well-made movie. Yes, it, it yeah. definitely was. Like, it had all the whole cinematic quality, the high resolution, the whole, like effects and everything so i think you know kudos to them and it's just 
from that point of view, it's amazing to see, like, you know, again, the the church, right, yeah. rising up and, like, also being able to bring in quality work. Yeah. You know, because it's, like, I, I understand that, like, it costs money, right? At the end of the day, I understand that. I mean, but 15 it, million. <laughs> yeah, it just, it gets me for sure saddened when I do see though, like, that there are hearts that are willing to do it, but then the budget just isn't there, right? right? right. So when I see something like this, it's all like, thank God, like, finally, because, you know, for someone else, like, if if it's a believer watching this video, like, even if it, let's say, wasn't that great of a quality, we can kind of pass it because we can see towards the message. But maybe someone who's seeing it for the first time, they might be like, oh, what is this? Like, the, the quality isn't great, this isn't that. Right, they're and just like, going to click off. Right, and, and exactly, or, well, at this point, would walk off the movie uh, or whatever, you know, Or wouldn't cases, even show up. Or wouldn't you know? even show up, right. So it's like, you know, I, I think it's awesome that they catered to everyone. Yeah, yeah. You know? that, and, and it was it was just the the colors the the energy in it you know like the, everybody's energy is as far as like you can tell they were all loving what they were doing yeah you yeah. know like you could tell everybody was just just ecstatic with the whole thing and right. and honestly like while I was watching it um I felt God's presence yeah you know I I did oh yeah definitely right but little did I know because this was something that showed up in Ruslan he had an interview with Greg Greg is the the kid, I mean, there's going to be, I should have said this earlier, there's going to be spoilers. So if you haven't watched the movie, I'm sorry, but there's going to be some spoilers. Yeah, there's right? definitely going to be some spoilers here. Yeah. <laughs> so the Greg, Greg is the the kid that uh, is converted. He has the girlfriend in the movie. You know, he's, he's the like one that, the main, the main guy. like the main guy, the one that was drawing and stuff. Greg actually becomes a pastor because all of this is is based on a real story right. right so greg becomes a story and greg shows up and ruslan's channel oh yeah and they did an interview yeah which is and amazing which which and he says when we were filming this you know that it was god working his ways yeah because in the baptism scene and throughout the film people were getting saved yeah, like although they were filming baptisms, yeah, they were real baptisms. They were getting actually also baptized, getting, like yes. happening, and it was all like, "Wow, this is only something that like God can orchestrate." Yeah, right? and people were actually coming to Christ while the film or while the acting or while everything is going on. He was saying like, "Oh yeah, here you have like the fake Greg baptizing like someone right for the movie's sake, uh -huh. and then like ten feet away you have the real Greg actually baptizing right. someone." So that's so like crazy. If anything, that's the kind of thing where I would have like loved to re-see it just yeah. so I could be like, oh my gosh. Oh, like, like he's really right over there. there. He's right yeah, there. Or yeah. I'm gonna at least try to see if what's did it actually show up in the movie? Like I possibly. I don't possibly. know. I gotta I gotta check that out. Yeah. You know, because I I only saw that today. But just to think, like, God was actually moved. Like not not only is he moving through the movie because whoever's watching it, someone might get saved because right. they see it, yada yada, right? But in the film itself, the production itself, God was moving. Like This how, wasn't just fake stuff. Like, right. this is real. Like, how beautiful is that? It's like, when do you ever see a movie scene where God is also, like, moving and, like, doing his thing, right? Versus, like, something that's, like, Hollywood. And it's like, all right, let's just get straight to our scenes. Yeah, stuff. everything so is just, just going to be cut I just and dry think it's beautiful. I yeah. just think it's beautiful to, like, know something like that and... 
And again, we didn't even know about it until... It adds on to the quality of the movie, if anything. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. that, that's just amazing. Yeah. And so so there's there's a couple of things that we want to point out. I mean, obviously, this is a review. Yeah. Um, so what I did notice is there's three different developments in this movie. You have a church with uh, its sound doctrine with, like, a strict principle. Mm-hmm. You know, so the very, like... Uh, what I've I've heard is like raja uh, tabla, like mm-hmm. just like very strict. Mm-hmm. You get me? Like you, you can't do nothing, right? And then here we have somebody spreading the good news, but he's open minded about everything, right? Which and is uh, Lonnie, right? Which is Lonnie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have the hippies who are the lost souls. They're the ones that are just you know, uh, you know, out there seeking the world, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's interesting to see how all of them kind of align together. Right. You know, and, and you see the development of this church and how, like, because even within, like, eight or ten minutes in, you you see, they, they show you visuals of how boring this church is. Yeah. You know, like, they're just <laughs> yeah. there preaching the word and everybody's just sitting in. One of the guys and was falling asleep. very gray. Asleep, Somebody remember? was falling asleep. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it shows, like, I think the, the, the pastor's daughter was actually yawning. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and it shows there's, there's no movement. There's no life. It's just there's no. They're preaching the word of God, and the word of God is true. And but but within them, they're dead. Yeah. Like you can just tell they're showing up as a as a as an obligation as an almost. obligation. Yeah. You know, and then when Lonnie shows up, Lonnie is like this hippie, and he's just like walking and vibing, right. as, as he would say, you know. <laughs> and, and he was just, but it's it's funny because when they. And when they asked him who he was, he was like, oh, hey, you know, like, like, I'm just, you know, like, I'm, I'm preaching the gospel. Or I'm preaching the good news to whoever wants to hear it, mm-hmm. you know, and did you want to say something? I, I didn't want to cut you no, off. No, no, no. Uh, and so and when they connect, you know, it's like I think Chuck, Chuck was the pastor. He was saying, oh, if God wants me to, like, talk to the hippies, then he'll, you know, he'll, then he'll like, bring an own hippie and I could talk to him. Right. And, and I'll be able like to talk that. to him right here and there. Which, you know, I mean, it goes to show that, that that's been kind of something that I think it's still in development where it's like, you know, just the automatic judging from the way someone dresses. Yeah. Right. You know, and it's it's something that I think we still kind of fight through a little bit, especially like. With the older generation, seeing the newer generation, and now it's like, you know, we're okay with going up singing in, like, you know, loose jeans and sneakers versus, like, the dress-up, you know? So I can understand, like, it was cool seeing, like, that, just the the difference and, like, the uncomfort because I have lived it, too. And I'm just like, yeah, it is it is like that, you yeah. know? And sometimes it's sad, it's sad to see that because you really do close the doors for other people, it's like, well, if you don't dress like us, if you don't talk like us, you're really not welcomed here. And that's not the way it ever uh, was. Like that you makes say, me so upset. Because you say one thing, right? You say that, like, all are welcome, but then it's like your actions really don't speak that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, and, 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 and but, like, trying to go back. Sorry. sorry no, 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 it's okay. It. It's okay. <laughs> uh, I just, I wanted to mention, though, that they, they did a great job at actually showing how the hippies lived. Yeah, um, they did. They they showed like the concerts and they showed them all getting it looked like, like a whole Coachella type yeah, of thing going yeah. on. But it, it, yeah. it, they saw they gave the viewer such a great way of like kind of sitting in their seat right. in a sense because you saw how they would get drunk, you saw how they would get drugged up, you saw how they would like just 
like they're freely like without showing sex or anything like that. You could tell everybody's just freely doing whatever they want to do. Yeah, it's um, peace and the love. message. The messages that they that they that mm. they showed in one of the like um, it's kind of like a like a like, how do I say it? Like this guy was just talking to a bunch of people. I it was say like thousands. a festival. It was like a festival, right? Yeah. And the guys like all are welcomed, all of are accepted. Whatever, whatever it is, who you are, blah blah blah. You know, it's just like kind of what we see today. Right. You know, and how you can get canceled for everything for anything if you don't accept the way the world is moving today. Right. You right. know, but they gave a good idea of of how they lived, mm-hmm. you know, because one for one, they needed you to connect to the Christians. Right. They needed you to connect to the hippies and they needed to show you how they all aligned together right. and why. Yes. Right. You know, so. So moving into when they actually had the dialogue together. Oh my gosh, that dialogue between the pastor, right? With the first dialogue. With the first dialogue yes. with the pastor and Lonnie, that just like, that had me tearing up. Yeah. Because I'm just like, if anything, it even like, it's not that I was blind to the idea of like what he was saying, but if anything, it just made it even more obvious. Yeah. Right? And it's it's almost been like, what we've been preaching and what we've been believing of like, hey, you 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 have to like preach to everyone. Like, you know, we're not perfect. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And Lonnie gives such a great insight as to, you know, what everyone is actually doing. Right. And why we have to reach them. Right. You know, <laughs> I know I put it on the captions. Uh, the drugs and sex thing oh, yeah. is a quest for <laughs> mm-hmm. God. You know, but it was interesting how he said that. He said... Deep down, you you'll see you'll see that it's just a bunch a group of kids. How, let me let me put it right here. Um, I actually wrote it down too. So so it, I put here. Uh, the pastor was introduced and and he asked this he asked a question about his people. Lonnie explains that the drugs and sex and everything the hippies are doing is a quest for God. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts. Then it cuts over to show like everything that that they're going. Yeah. But so then, you see them talking, and then it's like. Like the, like the festival. The and, festival's and going on, but then this dialogue is going on in a whole different area. So you're really getting the perspective. Of like everything that's of happening. Of everything that's going on. You know, on. but then Lonnie explains all these things. And, and he says that all they're really doing is filling a void. I actually wrote it down what he said. Because I was all like, oh my gosh. I think I know so what you're good. talking about. But the, so he explains what the quest for God was. Mm-hmm. And really what it was was just filling a void. Right, right. <clears throat> that That's the thing yeah. you wrote down? So yeah. if you have it word so for word. he said, there's an entire generation searching for God. People are looking for God in different ways. You see kids searching for all the right things in all the wrong places. Yes. You so know? the drugs and sex was all... is in, So it's not the... The drugs and sex aren't the right things, right? But look past that. What are they looking for? They're looking for comfort. Right. They're looking for uh, companionship. They're looking for acceptance. They're looking for love. Right. They're, looking they're looking for, for peace. They're peace. just looking for yeah. anything that distracts just, them from whatever the world's like giving them or the the harsh because at, realities. At this of time, life. we were actually in war. We're in Vietnam. Okay. You know, this was like I didn't oh, know the, the historical. <laughs> well, we're we're anti-war right now. Okay. Anti-politics. Anti-culture. Like it's just gotcha. that's what it was. You get me? Because the culture was traditional. It was straight. It was cut. It was blah. They wanted to like completely abolish that and live a free life. Gotcha. So they're looking for all the good things, just all in the wrong places. Right. It's like, I mean, that's just like what the enemy likes to do, right? He likes to dress himself in something that appears to be pretty, that appears to be God, like what God would want for you or 
what God is, but really twist it around and makes it completely into your yeah. downfall. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and he said something interesting. Lonnie said something interesting. He was like, he used the word depression. I mean, depression. He used the word uh, desperation. Mm. And he said that desperation is such a powerful thing because, well, for one, you get me like, have you ever woke up in the middle of the night kind of like thirsty? Yeah. And Last night, actually. <laughs> you, you And you you look for water anywhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it doesn't even matter if that bottle has been open for three months. <laughs> right. You're going to drink that water regardless of how that tastes. Mm -hmm. He explains that desperation is essentially that. Yeah. They're just desperate to fill that void. And that's why they get led astray so easily. Right. I mean, if you think about it today, it's the same thing. Everyone's looking for like some kind of entertainment, some kind of fun. Everyone wants to live life. And where 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 do they get it? They get so desperate to have it, they fall into falling uh, they fall into having sex with a bunch of different people. Right. They fall into drugs, they fall into alcohol. Right, cuz these are all just like temporary is. enjoyments, but all but of they're it, desperate like, to have it. Right, they're just desperate to have that moment of joy, of peace to forget to, you know, again, to to be surrounded by people that maybe aren't good for you, but it's just the whole point is to, like, not feel alone. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really, I mean, the your your heart at the end of the day, like, your soul longs for God, yeah. right? And all the qualities that God gives to you. Yeah, exactly. But sadly, like, if you don't look in the right places, you're just bound to fall into these things. Yeah. You know, and... um you know, from our past, it's like, I'm not one that's going to say like, oh, I, like, I don't understand that. Like, I do understand that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And 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 that's exactly why it's like. <sighs> I love one thing this, he that's said. That's exactly why this movie was just so. It was so good. Like, there was a part where he said, they're all lost sheep oh, that have I, no shepherd. I do have that I'm there. I'm so sorry. No, I no, don't. no. It's okay. It's okay. I don't, I don't care for you if you say it. But yeah, yo, when I when heard I that, heard that, I was all like, "Oh my god!" Like, can, yeah, like it's just so true. Yeah, you know, it's just a bunch of lost sheep without a shepherd. They're just walking around. They're just going about their. And, day. But why? He explains why, and 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 you know, like I know that it's Lonnie, right? But I, I'm here thinking, oh no, my my alpaca, um, <laughs> and I'm just thinking to myself, like, it's a movie, right? But it actually is real. Someone actually did say these things. Right. You know, and Lonnie said, you know, because I, I say this as Lonnie because Lonnie's a real person. Right. Right. So he says that, um, you know, they're, they're all lost sheep mm -hmm. without a shepherd. Right. But why? Because the doors are closed to them. Oh, yes. They can only go to the doors that are open to them. Right. But what the church is doing is just keeping those doors closed from them. Right. So how could they ever get saved? How could right. they ever come to believe God when they can never actually reach him? Right. When they, they can never actually get into the doors where it's preached about him? They're only going to go to the doors that are accepting of them and the ones and that which are. One, and which are ones are the ones that are accepting? All the wrong ones. All the wrong ones. Exactly. You know, and it's sad because um, I know that this is, this is being done. Uh, the story is being told of a time from the late 60s into the 70s. Uh, but even today, we'll see things like this. Well, it's you know, actually very relevant. Like yeah. this movie. Oh, almost, it's very relevant, regardless of the like, time frame. It's almost like it was like meant like talking about what's happening now. Yeah. At this very moment. Yeah. And you know? and you know, and it, and it's unfortunate because we'll we'll have lots of churches preaching, oh, you know, the church is a hospital for the sinners, yada yada yada. But when a girl with a crop top and short shorts come in, 
<laughs> to call Abraham. All right. <laughs> <laughs> when a girl with uh, crop tops and short shorts come in or some guy that's all ripped up jeans and has tattoos and stuff like that, we'll give him a stank eye. All right. We'll give him like these dirty looks like, what is this person doing here? Right. You get right. me like, but is it really, is it, but wasn't it like mm-hmm. the hospital for the sinners? Right. Or is it really just the hospital for the sins only you can handle? Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, because we got a lot of churches that like to handle specific types of sins. Right. But they don't want to cover any of the other stuff because it's too much for them. Right. So instead, yeah. we just reject them. Yeah. And the thing is that we're we're living in times where everything is showing. Yeah. Everything is showing, you know. And <laughs> how are we ever supposed to reach anyone if we're, well, for one, the churches weren't only meant to preach to the ones that are saved. We're meant to preach to those that aren't. Exactly. You know, and the ones that aren't, aren't going to be dressed, aren't going to talk the way we do, aren't going to believe in the way we do. And, and we like, see that so well in this movie because... Right. Because that's just how it is. Right. That's just the nature of things. You know, you can't expect, like, like <laughs> even when someone gets saved, you can't expect them to for them to just flip from one, he- from one night to another. I mean, yes, we've seen it in so many cases, but there's still things that linger on. Yeah. You know, and that's just the reality of what it is. That's why they are lost sheep. Yeah. And they need to be found. Yeah. You know, and it's just unfortunate too, because we also put on this this weight onto them, you know, where it's like it's like we expect them to just flip their lives upside down right. when really we have leaders and people in the congregation that can't do that themselves. Right. You know, just because you're not into a porn addiction, it doesn't mean you're not a compulsive liar. Mm, yeah you know like there's a lot of things that are wrong there's a lot of sins that are equal yeah you know all sins are equal in the eyes of god right you know we all have our flaws Mm -hmm. but we can't put this huge heavy weight on perfection when we can't handle it ourselves right you know and even then it's like it's like okay so you can take on that but we don't expect a new believer to do it Right. You know, yeah. give people grace. Give people the chance to give people the time to transform. Like God will definitely transform uh, someone's mind. Like even right. just the way they they think of things. You know. And there was actually a point that I really loved um, from. Uh, there was a scene, <coughs> excuse me, where uh, Lonnie had already like brought all his friends right, and everyone on the left side was like really starting to fill yes, up. It was like the yeah. hippie side, and then the church side, and everybody was just like looking at him, like "Yo, like-, mm-hmm, like what are they doing here?" But there was a part where I can't remember why they were asking. I don't know if it was like the people that were singing or something, and they were like, "Oh yeah, my friend can't come because he has to serve his." Oh sentence. no, he can't. He can't finish, or he won't be in the next service because he has to finish out his sentence. He has to finish out his sentence for the drug deal, and they were like, "Yeah," they were like, "Yeah," you know. Yeah, everybody <laughs> I was, was like, like oh my but the God. other side was like, "Oh," and everybody was like, "Oh." <laughs> like, oh yeah, I get that. Like, yeah, but then I think at the end he was like, "But he's gonna be done soon," or whatever, and everybody's just cheering him on, like, right. you know, but. That's that's but what that's we should see. That's just the reality. That's just the reality of things. It's like it's just in this case, it's like wearing out your your heart and your errors on your sleeve, right? Yeah. Where everyone can see them. But we all go through things. Yeah. We all sin one way or another, you know. Yeah. And yeah, if all sins are equal, then it's like who are you to judge someone else? You know, for something else that you're weighing out as a heavier sin. That's right. Right, and it's not right. You know, it's just yeah. and, and and recently I, I wanted to bring this up because you actually spoke about it. You spoke about uh, us going to the gym, oh, you yeah. know, and, and there was something that really like spoke to me mm-hmm. um, on the day on the first date. 
right? No. Is it the first day? Not the trial period. The first the official day. day. Oh, okay, okay. It was the first official day. It was like a red day, mm-hmm. right? And so red days for them is like, oh, it's going to be heavy. It's going to be intense. It's going to be a lot. You know, so you guys kind of picked the wrong day to join for the first time officially. Mm-hmm. But we're going to be here. We're going to help you and this and that. You know, and, and one thing that I love about it is that when we joined, all these people knew that we weren't these athletic people. We weren't, you we know, were huffing and puffing. Yeah, we were <laughs> we were in there sweating. We were in there dying. I wanted to pass out. Yeah. But they understood that. Yeah. You know, and and what was it that the guy said to me? He was like, listen, you're not here to prove anything. Right. Just take your time. Take it easy. What I want you to do is just make sure you get your form right. Right. And that's what spoke to me. Because it's like, why can't we do the same for people who are just coming to God? Right. Why can't we help them, encourage them, build them up, and let them get their form right? Wow. Why can't we let them perfect them? We, we, we instead throw on this heavy weight and what happens? They get burnt out. They get tired. They're like, this is too much for me. Right. The Christianity is not for me. Right. We throw judgment at them and we give them all this heavy weight and we expect them to be perfect Christians. Right. And they're just Come on. Not. That's not how it's going to work. Yeah. You know, God came down. It, John 3.16. We preach John 3.16. But we don't talk about John 3.17 enough. How he came down, but he did not come down to condemn us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so why can't we do the same if we claim to walk the same as God or try to walk like Jesus? Right. Yeah, I just, uh, I think is that people, you know, will start to treat, like Christians start to treat other Christians with their own experience as if the person next to you has the same uh, stress or the same level the same level spiritual level if right. you will or spiritual or knowledge biblical knowledge like you treat them as if they've been going if they grew up in church their whole lives like you did no like homeboy just gave his life to christ yesterday he might still have a slight drug addiction yeah you know? and, and then, if he has a downfall be, be there for him right and the whole thing of this is like what i love it's like we're not here to say like hey this is correct. This sin is, you know, it's okay that you sin. It's it's not. No, right? we're not here to we're say not, that. We're we're not here to say that because I know at some point like people were thinking like, "Oh, well, you see this is just the way we are and like this movie's just trying to show that it's fine." It's not fine because even when you look at the life of Lonnie, yeah. like there was so much that he went through even after the movie, yeah. which I don't know if you want to get into oh, that. Oh, we're going to get but, into that. But yeah, that's like with Lonnie's life, like if you read on later on in his life, he talks about like because he has an autobiography um, of himself and stuff, and it talks about how like he had an actual setback after the movie, right? Yeah. Like after all of this is going back, yeah. And you know because of that setback was why he ended up with AIDS, yeah. You know and why he passed away so early, yeah. You know this guy was imperfect, and it goes to show, you know, because at some point in this movie, it's actually started to seem like. Lonnie was like this, like God was walking next to him. All right. You know, like it was like, oh my God, like this guy is like, he's like the modern day Jesus. Right. You know, and they were really like emphasizing all the things that this guy did. All right. But it was beautiful how they balanced everything out. All right. You know, not only did they show kind of like a reformation. Uh, Because it was like a church that was super strict turning into a charismatic type of church. Right, right. You know, so it was kind of like, (laughs) that was like an an interesting development. Yeah. But it was a beautiful balance of, hey, although this guy is used by God, he falls too. Right. He, He wasn't so hot when he started. He started, 
And then he failed after he he did everything that he did. Right. I mean, he got really, like... I mean, you see it in the movie where he was like, oh, this doesn't happen if it's not for me. Yeah. Or, yeah, he actually like, said, like, oh, this movement's only because of me. Like, boy... Mm-hmm. In my head, I'm here. And Pastor like, my Chuck... My eyebrow went up, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Pastor Chuck was like, <laughs> is that really what you think? Like, boy? Like, he's like, yo, check yourself, man. <laughs> right. You're, you're just a vessel, man. Like, yeah. sit, sit down. Yeah, and I, and I know that... I know that his wife said something similar to this. I can't... I don't remember. I don't know if you remember, but she was basically saying, like, God's gonna move regardless... Mm. Of who's up there, like nobody, because because Chuck was doubting himself. He was like, "All oh, these people are, all these people are here for Lonnie." Yeah, you know. But she was kind of encouraging him, and she was saying, "Just do what you do," you yeah. know, because these God's gonna move regardless of of who's standing up there. Yeah. Oh, that that's where I was kind of getting to before with the whole thing of like, we're not saying sin is okay, right? Because. With Lonnie, you know, he ended up having that setback. And in his biography, he starts talking about how, like, you know, what I did wasn't okay. This isn't okay. You know, because he experienced, like, homosexuality and, you know, all of that. And so he said he wasn't necessarily... He didn't title himself as a gay person, Mm. but that he was just open to trying things. And so in that setback to open to trying things was you know, where he fell into getting AIDS and, you know, he says it like the, 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 um, what is it? The wages of sin is death. Yeah. You know, yeah. like God forgives you of your sins. God forgives you of, of your past, but there are still consequences, Yeah, you know? And I mean, like with that, with that scene of that guy, he's like, oh yeah, he has to serve his drug sentence. Yeah. God loves him. Drugged, the, drugged up and everything as he is, but you know, there is a consequence. So he had a sentence to serve. Yeah. You know, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And and it, that's just the way it works, yeah. you know, but um, I do want to I do want to mention something that we, I think we forgot to point out yeah. is there was uh, in, in the in the portion of because it was kind of like a downfall, like they show where Lonnie was kind of like fading away yeah. or where Lonnie was about to get kicked out of the movie, yeah. you know, and um, there was a moment where we see that Lonnie is is performing healing. If you oh will. yes, yeah. You know, and and he's being used by God. There's all of that, right? And this woman falls over. Um, somebody, somebody is um was able to hear or something like that. Somebody was able to breathe better. We can see that God is using him. But then later down in the movie, we see that Chuck kind of stops him from doing that stuff. Um, and apparently, you know, in this interview that we saw with uh, Greg and and Ruslan, Greg mentions that what was going on with Lonnie is that he was making a spectacle of everything. Yeah. Everything was theatric. Everything was becoming more about a show or right. a performance, you know, and Chuck more of just the miracles of just, of, this. of like, just the signs and wonders. Right. But it was kind of like, um, like he, it's like, it's like we already have to expect it. Right. And it was just about him and it was about what he was doing and how he was like, uh, it was like, that was the only thing of his ministry. Well, think about it. Once you start doing that, you start taking the glory away from God. And, and you start putting like, it on yourself. I want to go see Lonnie because Lonnie's going to do a healing right. today. Right. And that's where God has to sometimes right. put and a stop. So, and so Chuck came in and he's like, no, this right. has to stop. Right. Like we can't. Like not now. We, we, exactly. Know the time and place. Mm-hmm. Right. We need to get into the word. We need to, because if I'm right, the part was Chuck was trying to get into the word and then he jumps up and he cuts him off and he says, no, somebody here needs healing or something like that. Right. 
you know, and and it was just, it's beautiful because it's like, we can't have two extremes of everything. No. You know, yeah. and we'll see that in some hyper charismatic churches where it's very extreme, mm -hmm. you know, and we have to be careful with the way that we do things. We don't have the power to do anything. Right. We don't have the power to declare anything. Right. You know, it's God. And if we take the glory away from God and we start putting it in ourselves, it's more about how we can move the crowd uh, right. than how and versus how God can move the crowd. Right. And exactly. his wife, Connie, in the movie actually points it out. Yeah. You know, she's like, she's like, where's our marriage? Where's this? Where's that? You know, all it is, is really about you. Like, this is all more about how you do things right. and how people, how you feel about how the people are, are coming to see you. Yeah. You know, yeah. and she puts him on his spot. Yeah. And then that's when he leaves to Florida because they said that they're going to work on the marriage. But unfortunately, you know, that's he not... has his downfall there. And that's where you're talking about his autobiography and stuff like that. Right, right. So it was, I don't know if it was an autobiography or just a biography, but... Yeah, that's just, I mean, it's just such an example of, like, how God uses anyone. Oh, yeah. But. The, the thing is, the word is watch, true. Yeah, if you don't watch your stuff, you're, you could still fall. Like, think of the most, like, thought-out person that you could think of, like, that's, like, truly has made an impact in, within Christianity and all of that. They have sins, too. Yeah. You know, they have things that, whether it's covered up, whether it's out there or not, like, People go through things. Right. And I want to make something clear. It doesn't matter what that person's name is. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, whether it was with that person or with somebody else, whether it's me making this podcast or somebody else, God is going to use who he wants to use in the moment at the time that he needs to. Right. And he's going to make his move. Right. This, this whole, just to mention Asbury, mm -hmm. you know, that that that's not happening because the people standing there right. are actually doing no god wants that revival to happen right exactly and god can end it right you know no one's going to end it no one's going to come in there and like no we just have to stop no right. you think that maybe it might stop in that room but that doesn't mean the revival will stop right you think like god's just going to stop no like <laughs> no so it's like we can't put a label on a on a man to make a movement of god right come on that yeah. that's just and and this movie did such a great portrayal. I mean, portrayal, 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 yeah. portrayal of that. Yeah, I mean, we're just as naturally as human beings as we are. I mean, think about like the people of Israel just making idols out of things. Yeah. Like people just naturally make idols out of things, and it's just it's just not the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like almost our human nature to idolize things. So if now, if God's moving within this person, people start to get, kind of get it twisted. And it's like, Oh, well it's this person. And it's, and it's not, yeah. Yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, the, the film itself was just, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. It really was. There was just so many parts where, cause me and him, we started like writing notes and I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. This I was recording the, the, I mean, not film recording, but I audio record the whole thing. Right. And as I'm audio recording, I'm like, like speaking into the, 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 my yeah, phone. He was all like, they're talking about this. <laughs> like, like, don't forget to mention this. <laughs> yeah. Add this to your podcast. Right. You yeah, know, because, because it's, it's like, just so much. Yeah. So much the movie is two hours long, but it's filled from the beginning to the end. The movie is filled with so many things. Right. I mean, even the way it ends with baptism, yeah. how Greg starts to baptize people, mm -hmm. like everything is just so perfect. And the I way know. that it's made right you know yeah. and and um and just to mention it you know because i had this here in the notes uh, um today's modern hippies i'm not calling them hippies but it just just to relate the story of how people are just seeking their desires and seeking love and seeking companion and seeking whatever whatever it is that they want right mm -hmm. um we have the lgbtq 
Right. Right. And the plus. Right. Right. Because they they're all about inclusion. They're right. all about wanting to be included about things. Right. Mm-hmm. And and not being politically correct or whatever it is. Right. Um. Or is it that they want to be politically correct? I forgot. But anyway, I'm not too sure. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you get me like. The churches will automatically reject these people. Just right. like in the movie, how we're rejecting the hippies because they're filled with drugs, they're filled with alcohol, they're filled with sex, they're filled with whatever it is that goes against the church, right? Right. But he takes a moment and he says, we need to learn how to understand them. Right. We need to learn how to speak their language. Right. Oh, right? how to talk like them. Yeah. Right. We need to learn. Like, we can't just reject people. People are people. Sins right. are sins. Right. A lie is just as much as a homosexual sin. Right. Okay. I'm not. I'm not okay with homosexuality as much as I'm not okay with backstabbing people, lying people, prostitution, porn addictions, addictions to drugs. Yeah. I'm not okay with any of that. Right. The Bible says it's a sin. And right. if you ask me, I'm going to tell you what the Bible says. Right. Right. But that doesn't mean that I can't support a brother, right. support a human being, right, and help them come to Christ. Yeah. I you know, mean, and this just, movie describes that so perfectly. Yeah. Help your brother out. Right. Just because they're not dressed like you, just because they don't talk like you, just because they look a little different. Yeah. That doesn't mean that God doesn't love them. Right. And that God can't use them. Right. And so you in know? the modern day, in today, we don't have hippies like that. Right. But I mean, we, we have, still do, but right, probably right. not. It's not as it was. What I'm was. trying to say is we have different circumstances are different people for different eras in life. Right, right. And today we need to understand, we need to start understanding how homosexuals speak, how addict uh, people who are into addiction speak. Yeah. We need to keep up with with the way that they're speaking so that way we they can understand us. Right. Because I, what good is it if we start speaking like theologians or we start speaking like these people from the universities, like like we have this grand uh, knowledge degree, of the Bibles or yeah. degrees and stuff like that, but we got to them and it's and it's nothing and it I went, over, went their over their head. Yeah. The average person in America, just to mention it, I'm sorry, I know you want to say something, but I just want to mention the average person in America has a seventh seventh grade level reading. That's me. I have the seventh grade. I, I do too. <laughs> I, I'm not ashamed to say it. I do yeah. too. You don't hear me. You'll you'll hear me butcher some of my sentences here and there. And <laughs> I speak basic sentences. I you know like I speak basic. Yeah. You yeah. get me. But that doesn't mean I don't read the word. That doesn't mean that God can't use me. Right. Instead, it's like okay. So we know that the average person speaks like this. Then we need to speak like them. Yeah. So that way they can understand us and we we can help them be saved. Right. We can let God use us to save them. Right. There's a lot of Christian content creators and and you know it's it's beautiful. It's knowledgeable, right? What we see like these guys are like, "Oh wow, like man, you have so much knowledge in the word." But there are times where I'm even looking at it, I'm like, "Dude, what are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah. You know, and it goes over my head or it makes me want to skip. Yeah. We don't want that. We want to be able to speak their language, like Lonnie mentions in the movie. Right. And no, the only thing that I wanted to say was like, please don't get that confused with like, we need to blend in with the world. No, no, no. We do not need to blend in with the world. You know, but it's, we're literally talking about vocabulary. Yeah. Yeah, it's just language. (laughs) Your language, like... You know, there, there's just certain things that you can say that can you, you can teach someone better yeah. by that way. Yeah, you know? but, you know, because there's there's a reason for why we have rap, Christian rap, uh, contemporary Christian, right. Pentecostal Christians, Spanish uh, Christian music. Mm-hmm. That is speaking language. Right. This is what we mean. Yeah. You get me? Because you reach people the way they hear things. Right. The way if they connect with it. 
mm-hmm. right? Because if they can connect with it, you can reach them. I mean, the the one that I truly think of a lot is um, uh, Brother Alan Parr. Yes, he's a he's a oh YouTuber, my god, this guy is so and knowledgeable. This guy is like a theologian, like, but when he speaks and he makes his videos. Someone super basic can understand. Someone, someone with a basic someone, reading understands. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. So someone who maybe isn't fully knowledgeable can understand because he is actually teaching. Yeah. He's not necessarily trying to show off and and speak super eloquently and super this and yeah. that like he is teaching the average person and I think you know and it's not to say like the ones that do are are doing bad or no, anything no, no. like that I you know, know but it when and when it comes to reaching truly doing an outreach to people like we need a we need to make sure that we know how to do it exactly you know how to do it correctly yeah exactly and I think that this movie. You know, because th- essentially this is why we're talking about it. This movie spoke about that perfectly. Yeah. The way that they showed it, the way that the story developed, it was perfect in that sense. Yeah. Here we have a hippie who looks like Jesus speaking <laughs> about Jesus. <laughs> right. But I mean, had had it been Chuck speaking about Jesus to the hippies, they would have looked at him as a square. Right. The way that they describe it. And it's they're not going to pay attention to him. Because he's a square. But it's funny because in the in the for the Christian person in that movie, right? It looks like how is God going to use this hippie? And it's just because we tend to put God in a box, mm-hmm. and we're like, God is sub- Jesus is supposed to look like this. Yeah. Jesus is supposed to have his military. Yeah. He's supposed to this, and he's yep. supposed to that. Yep. But God can move in so many different ways. Stop putting God, stop putting Jesus in a box, and let him move the way he needs to move. Yeah. Right? I mean, I just, I, I just think about like the times with the, um, with the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, I actually put it down here, where he was performing his uh, when Jesus came. And he was performing his miracles, right? And then he healed someone on the Sabbath. Rather than looking at the move that God was doing, they looked at the other part. Right. How dare you heal on the Sabbath? Right. Or how are you doing this? And it says, so because Jesus was doing these things on the Sabbath, the Jewish leaders began to persecute him. So because it's not the way you expect it to be, because it's not exactly the way, it, it, you know, like... Like, <laughs> I just, uh, I'm, I'm losing my words because I'm baffled, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, like, because it's, it's honestly dumb. Like, bro, like, like I just healed someone, and you're over here complaining about the law? Right. You're over here complaining that it wasn't that because he picked up his mat. Because he picked up his mat and went because he's, you know, like, he just, he's able to walk now. Like, huh? Yeah, it's just, it, we, I mean, listen, we Christians, and I'm not talking about all of them, you know, they're, I'm just, Talking about the the moments where I've experienced it, and people just like to grab onto some things, and rather than looking at the fact that someone's in church, they looking at the way that person's dressed. Oh, listen, like, like, or like, hey, I can't believe they're like, in church. I can't, you know, like, no, it, it's more like, like, oh, they're they're here, but look at the way they look. Right. Like, just be happy they're here. Well, sometimes it's not only that; it's all like, oh, look, this person's back. Well, yeah, they. I heard they left because of, I mean, like, it's not your business. It's not. It's not. And if you got something to say, then it better be something that it's encouraging. Right. It's to build them up. Right. It's to help them get better. Right. If you have a problem with the way they look, and maybe they might have a reason, right? Maybe they are dressed in crop tops and short shorts, right? <laughs> if you have a problem with that, okay, 
There might be a reason for it, but don't judge them for it. Get to understand them. Right. Get to get to get to their level and be like, hey, you know, this is what the Bible calls for. This is why it's bad. You know, you have to be accountable. Like right. it's just speak with love, but you know, give them the actual word. I mean, the give fact them structure. That, the fact that someone goes into church, you know, already shows that God is working in them. Yeah. And so at the end of the day, we need to figure out a way to unite ourselves, encourage right. our brothers. Right. You know, we can't keep bickering over what doctrine is the best or, you know, what church is the best. And we start arguing over the silliest things. And instead yeah. of being united, we're weaker. Right. Talking about all these separate ideologies. Political party. Yeah. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started there. Oh, Lord. You're opening up a whole can of worms with that I, one. I, I know. But, but yeah, just, we'll find a way to, like... Know, like, people really divide from that. Yeah, we'll find a way to divide ourselves and, and argue over the silliest things. Right. You know, when really the way we're going to come together is through unity. Right. Not division. The way we're going to defeat the, the, the secular world is through unity. Right. Yeah. You know, we're getting defeated ourselves. People are making fun of Christians because what's happening? Christians are backstabbing other Christians. I mean, Christians how embarrassing doing- How embarrassing is that, to be honest? It's like you see all these things, all these events that happen in all the secular world, right? Of people uniting yeah. for one cause. And yeah. then here we have Christians that can barely do it themselves. <laughs> you know? Like you'll see your church united maybe. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. Just like you said, like for some reason. It's you go like, online. That's all you need to see. It's like there's like church wars. Like, right. come on. Yeah. We got to end that. that. That's where we where we have to change as Christians. And we where we have to change as churches. This isn't a competition. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're all here to accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. And to- believe in his word. Walk in his way. And go to heaven, ultimately together as well, yeah. brothers and sisters in Christ. Preach the gospel and let's all make it together. Yeah. You know, um, I wanted to read something in Ephesians 4. Um, what were the exact verses? It's uh, Ephesians, Ephesians 4, <laughs> 1 through 6. 4, 1 through 6. So it says, as a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle be patient, bearing with one another. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. There is no, there is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope. And when you were called, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and father of all who is over all and through all and in all. <laughs> Come on. It's Crystal clear as day. It is clear clear. as day. Yeah. You know, so if there's anything that this movie could have done is just perfectly demonstrate how we need to unite. Yeah. That movement, that movement happened in unity. Yeah. That movement happened in in not only just grace, Mm -hmm. but it was just like that love. Yeah. You give me that true understanding, like Lonnie described, being able to understand your brother. Yeah. You know, and and that's how we're going to move along. That's how we're going to, that's how we're going to support each other. Yeah, I mean that's how we're gonna be strong together. Yes, you know, you know we're we're only gonna be defeated as a church. Yeah, we're, we're because sometimes we're, we're our own the downfall. World, yeah, because the world's gonna see us and then be like, well, they don't they hate each other, so what does it matter? Right, right. <laughs> you know, 
But anyway, all right. <laughs> Before you get us a little rounded up here. <laughs> um, but if you haven't seen the movie, seriously, I strongly encourage you to go watch it. Not only was it just obviously like edifying, but also it was like great quality. Yeah. It had its funny moments. It was just so relatable. Like if you've ever been like if you've grown up in church, been in a church, like you can see so much relatability that made it funny. Yeah. Um, but it overall it it really was such it was a great, enjoyable yeah. movie. Yeah. If anything, I feel like now that I know everything that I know, because I was so caught up with like, wait, what's the exact storyline? Like, what's this? I feel like I want to watch it again just so I can see I, I definitely the things that I might have missed. We should probably go watch it again. All right, we're going tomorrow. I, I can go for another <laughs> Oreo shake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> AMC dining. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, like I, like she said, you know, I we encourage you guys to watch it uh, for that those very reasons, you know. But um, yeah. not only that, you know, it's just support your Christian content creators. Oh my gosh, yes. You know, and this this goes into that part where it's like, the message that we have for you guys. Right. The future of 716, you know, God's going to move regardless. Right. But I'm, I want to I quickly talk to all the people who complain about there needs to be more backup for the Christian community, right? right? There needs to be more content for us. There needs to be more entertainment. There needs to be more for us, right? right? Because we're just... just in the world and we're kind of like stuck with like whatever we see on TikTok and whatever we Netflix. see on Netflix and yeah. and Netflix is pushing their whole narrative and nobody's doing nothing to back us up. Right. You know, nobody has our back. Right? Okay. We have nothing. We complain about it, but then when things come up like Jesus Revolution or your favorite content creator, 716 on YouTube. Uh, hello. When we like, put up a video, <laughs> you know, like, give us the support. Give us the like. Give us the share. Yeah. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed. Right. Listen, you know, all these, these things yes. really help. Like, okay, so sometimes people will see it as, like, it's just a like or it's just a subscribe. It's, it's just numbers. But little do you know, like, all of these things, even in this very room, it's things that cost money. Yeah. You know, cameras cost money. Uh, mics, equipment, like paint, and and, and, and I, I want to be clear. I know because you're talking about money. I want to be. I'm not asking for anybody's no, money. No, no, no. We're not asking for money. But what we're saying is that in order to fill in this, uh, this um, Christian void that's in the media, you know, we need people to support it. Yep. Whether if you can't in the monetary sense, that's totally fine. Um, but support it with like a, a share with telling someone else. And the same thing goes with your churches, Yeah, you know, your offerings and your tithes and all of that. It doesn't just go or shouldn't just go to nothing. It's for growth, yep. you know, to be able to reach out to more people, you know, that movie, just Jesus revolution, it wouldn't have been able to be possible if it wasn't for like that budget that they had. And it wasn't it like Lionsgate that gave them that budget. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like they had to come figure out where the money was going to come from. But imagine if they did. Yeah. You know, the quality would have been different. Who knows? Like, and who would have watched it? And, and because they got the support, they were able to, you know, they were able to. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, you know, learn to just all of us, all of us. Right. And this is goes us including. It's like we have to really learn to support our Christian brothers and sisters that are trying to, you know, fill in these spaces where yeah. God really needs to be yeah, in as, there. As we call it, uh, as Christians entertaining Christians, as it right. should be. 
Right. You know, it shouldn't be Christians finding entertainment in the world or the secular sense. Right. You know, because that's ultimately that's what we're stuck with, right? Sometimes right. we have nothing else to watch on Netflix. Right. You and, know? And, you know, when we say entertaining, because for me, part of that word kind of sounds ugly, but it's not necessarily that this is just a show. It's just... You'll get entertained in the sense where it's like you're going to get a good laugh or so, but you're also going to get the word preached to you. Yes. You're also going to be able like you you never know how God can talk to you or someone else through something like through comedy. Yeah. Like I have been seeing so many like TikToks and Instagrams. But it's showing like the stories that, and it's that like show up in the Bible. funny. It's hilarious. Yeah. Things like that one guy. Yeah, I said slice slice, slice yeah. because he was doing like a rap about like the 12 disciples. And I call Xavier like a mini Peter because he <laughs> he gets a little angry. He gets a little. So he says. I can get a little slice slice. You can get a little. So he's saying slice slice. He's like because if you mess with me I'm going to cut off your ears. Slice slice (laughs) so there was a shirt that they were selling saying slice slice and i'm here like oh my gosh we should totally buy it because one you're supporting someone else and that that page that channel is also preaching yeah like hello how why would i not support a brother or sister and then go ahead and support like these big corporations yeah you know, you're talking about uh, or support. Or these celebrities that they'll never know your name. Right. You're talking about supporting small businesses. Support your small businesses and your Christian, you know, content creators. Yeah. It's like, there's so many ideas. We need your help. Yeah. You know, ultimately, we need your help. Yeah. That, that's, I mean, what it, that's what it comes down to. Uh, unfortunately, we have to battle things like algorithms. Right. And in order for <laughs> us to grow, we have to battle the algorithm. Right. But the algorithm won't like us if you guys don't like us. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, ultimately that's silly, the way it works. But yes, that, that, that's just the way it works. It's like, oh, you know, you may have watched a video, but if you didn't give it that like, then it's like YouTube's going to think, oh, this video is just not doing good. So yeah. it's like we're just going to pass. Yeah. It's just silly things, but it's like. But that's the way we're going to grow. It's the way it works. It, support your brothers and sisters. If it's not this channel, go and support some other. No, go. Like, if you're, if you're, if you, for example, if you've watched Ruslan's video and you're not subscribed to him, what are you doing? Subscribe to him. Right. You're watching his videos. Same thing with Alan Parr. If you've watched his videos because you've heard us talk about it or you've heard about him before us, if you're not subscribed to him, what are you doing? Right. You know, people need support. You and know, it's also encouraging for us. And, you know, the whole thing, this is just like a little slight example of, like, supporting. Because um, Alan Parr did, like, this whole Bible challenge thing um, mm-hmm. not that long ago. And then at the end, he did a thing where it's like, oh, for $7, like, you know, you could join like a live thing, whatever. You know, we have those videos saved. I didn't, I couldn't log in at the moment where it was live, but I gave him the $7 just because. I wasn't going to be a part of it, but I'm here like, but this is me helping out a ministry that's going to help other people. So why not? Yeah, exactly. You know, so you know, we we gotta we gotta tell Fox News that it's not about a miracle; it's about a demand. Mm-hmm. You know, we gotta tell Hollywood. <laughs> we gotta tell Hollywood that there is a demand for Jesus stuff. Yeah. Okay, the right. Jesus freaks—they're coming back. <laughs> yes. Right? You know, let's do this. You know, yeah. but let's do this together, guys. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. But all right, guys. You know, I know that this was a lengthy one, but this is all we have for you. Yeah. If if <laughs> you know, like, if, if you guys feel like watching this movie, let us know. Tag us. Support you know, it. Take a picture. Tag us in the thing. Oh my gosh! You yes, know we'll reshare so it. So cool. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so, you know that's just another reason. Like go, 
Go support them. And although we pay we, the fifteen dollars and and help their yeah. budget to grow too, yeah, for real. You know? And and although I want to say also, although we did spoil some of the movie, uh, there's still a lot of the movie we didn't talk about. Yeah, there's, there's a still lot. a lot that you guys can be entertained by, and we can have a conversation. We can have a dialogue about it. All right. You know. So <laughs> so let us know if you guys end up watching it. Uh, yes. But a, either way, you know, guys, again, support, unite, and encourage. Yeah, I was gonna say like oh. in the Spanish, ataki mi parte. Ataki mi parte. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good, <laughs> Good night, night, everybody. <laughs> Peace. Bye. Hasta aquí mi parte. That's the typical... Uh, that's the way... That's how you end a Spanish like the, service. The, 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 what is that? Pantomimes? Like. No, that's just the special parts. Oh, the special parts, yeah. <laughs>